You love the way that little puppy is rolling down the hill. Watch him roll. Stay there another 30 minutes. Life will catch up. You love that music that has you rocking and your foot's tapping. You want to mm. sing at the top of your lungs. Do it longer. Mm. Fill yourself with that joy. You are driving down the street and you are seeing the way the sun is like streaming through the trees and all of a sudden you go, <gasps> pull your car over, take it in. Ah. A rainbow, a full moon that is, you know, there looming on the horizon. Take this in. You are listening to the ultimate biohack for women, a movement of women who know what they want and go get it. You know the answers lie within. Reach in and grab hold. This is a movement, a movement of women who tune in and turn themselves on. Now you're biohacking the woman's way, integrating the art and science of hacking your biology like a woman. Tap your magic, conjure your yes, upgrade, elevate, maximize your potential. I'm Dr. Brandy Victory, and this is a movement, a movement that is sure to hack your soul. There we go. Are we on? Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yay, we did it. <laughs> awesome. Yay. Yeah. Thank you, ladies, for your patience on us getting our technical challenges worked out here. I'm so excited to be here with you. Uh, this is... Um, a friend and colleague and a beautiful woman that floated into my life like an angel, Marcy Mm -hmm. Newman. She is the heart shift coach. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about what the heart shift is or what what a heart shift coach does, but she's a professional energy healer, an integrative intuitive counselor, a spiritual minister, and a certified hypnotherapist and Reiki master. So she's got lots and lots of skills. She's a published author and she's founded the self-love university. In addition, she weeks, uh, we weekly hosts a show called the high vibe tribe. It's a podcast and a TV show. So I can't wait to hear more about that. And, uh, and the unleashed, which is, uh, I think a movie, I'm not real sure what that is, but I think you're onto some really beautiful things, Marcy. <laughs> thank you for being here. Well, thank, you. thank you so much. I'm happy to be here with you. Yeah. Awesome. And that is the name of my television program. It's the Spirit of Healing Unleashed. Oh, got it. Okay, okay. Wow, I I can't wait to hear more about that. You've got so many great things going on. You know, I just have to say from my personal experience with you, you're just such a huge inspiration. Like your presence just brings so much light and well-being on on his, on on so many levels. You know, I know you don't necessarily talk about nutrition and all those kinds of things, which is I think where our mind goes when we think about well-being, how our physical body feels in this space and time. But the deeper aspect of well-being, and I think might be even most important aspect of well-being, <coughs> is the well-being of our of our spirit and, and our body-mind connection and the energetics of how we be in the world. And uh, your your presence just moves energy. And I just want you to know that. Well, thank you so much. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but anyway, yes, I believe in exactly the same. Um, we often do negate that. Very often when people are thinking about well-being, creating health, it's from a perspective of, oh, you know, what I'm eating, what I'm doing, what I'm drinking, getting enough exercise and all of that. And absolutely negate the essential core of all of our well-being, which of course is our spirit. And so it's my belief that as we put our focus there, everything else falls into place. Yes, 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 yes. I I love this. Uh, And, you know, I think I've been on, I've been in many different realms of, of the healing world. And, and I've, I've, I've gone way far into the quantum, you know, and, and at some point in my life got to a place where, and I've heard this for, from a lot of people in the spiritual world, I'm sure you have too. Uh, the more we explore our spiritual life and our, in the energetics and the quantum and all that, it sometimes seems like it would be nice to not have a body. <laughs> Does that make sense when I say that? I get it. I get it. Yeah. 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 I was just wondering, I would love to, um, 
know your perspective on that. I mean, obviously I feel like the body I'm, I'm grateful for my body. I'm so grateful for my body now as it allows me to be here and, and do my work here and grow and evolve as a spiritual being on this planet. But I would love to hear your expansive viewpoint on that. Well, I think that we, when we have the conscious recognition that we are spirit in motion, then I think it does become more of what you just described, where we're understanding this body we have is such a gift and it is it enables us to express who we really are in so many ways. And of course, to experience this world outside of us um, from such a beautiful perspective. So mm. it's all about embracing every part of us. You know, and the fact that we are working together and we have all the systems in place already to make that um, navigation a very wholesome experience, but we can't negate one part. Not one part is greater or lesser than the other. It's true. You're right about that, man. And sometimes it's so hard, right? We just want to, I'm just going to meditate and go up into my <laughs> 11th chakra. And <laughs> yeah, yeah I now, actually, it's very much about being here, especially now it's yeah. like being here. Yeah. yeah. Which is a really difficult time to be here. I actually heard a friend of mine the other day, he was saying he's, he's big into meditation. He's in the SRF and I've uh, been doing it for a very long time. And and he was commenting on how his meditations are taking him into quote unquote bliss consciousness. And, you know, as I was listening to him, I was like, wow, knowing what's going on in your life and hearing this conversation, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're spiritual bypassing right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what about, um, finding bliss? Mm. Through your two feet, your two hands, your, physical being and, you know, experiencing life. I'm a firm believer that that's really our job. Our, you know, it's our job is not to sequester ourselves in a cave, you know, <laughs> meditating for hours at a time. Yeah. We're here to interact. It's through relationship that we are our most expansive selves. And so if we are internalizing all of that and not extending it, then we're not really expanding. Mm, or living. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is so good. Well, I would love for you just to give us a little synopsis of what you're up to right now in the world. I mean, I just know, I just said so many things that you're up to, but you know, if you could kind of give us a little bit more of a just understanding of, of how you're here in the place of service obviously you are <laughs> and how people can imbibe in, in your offerings. That would be really beautiful. Yeah. So um, I'm here doing um, essentially <clears throat> the, <clears throat> excuse me, the culmination of like over 45 years in this field. Right. So <clears throat> everything I do is an expression of that and an extension of who I am. So my heart shift coaching, for instance, is a process that I created that is that culmination. And it incorporates many different aspects of our being, but it's all heart focused. When we start to understand we are energy beings and the more that we learn about ourselves as energy, the more that we can A, um, be that full expression, but be step in with power into co-creating in a very conscious way. And I think that that's really what the world is calling for now. And so it's where I'm putting my focus, helping people to um, take that journey from their heads to their hearts, really starting to live from this place where there's no confusion. It is a direct route and energetically learning how to recalibrate their energy so that they're constantly reaching higher vibrational frequencies, mm. different levels of consciousness, and not for that state of bliss as much as it is for taking universal truths and putting them into motion. 
And so that's what heart shifting is all about. It's really getting out of the head and it's aligning with universal truth, which is our true nature and learning how to just be a full expression of that. And of course, then there are other things that need to um, sort of open the paths for us to do that, like developing that conscious awareness, um, cultivating courage, takes courage. It does. Because you are stepping outside of every constraint that has been placed upon you. So you have to recognize them first, recognize the impact that they have on your lives and start to ask yourself very important questions. Am I living in alignment with the truth of who I am? Hmm. Is what I'm doing bringing, me, bringing my internal joy forward? And um, how many other voices am I hearing as I am you know, shying away from other expressions? And so we just start to really create this greater consciousness based on energy and recognizing ourselves as energy beings. So um, that's really everything that I'm doing. I'm stepping into more of creating heart consciousness and helping people to come into that space and how to um, engage it so that they're really living full on. Wow, that's so beautiful. Yeah, I just really appreciate that. And I I don't know, are you familiar with John Friend? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're he's my one of my original yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. And uh he I mean, created, I know the name. I can't really tell you from where. Oh, it well, he created Anusari Yoga, which is now transformed for various reasons, but okay. Um, it, and it's a heart-based approach and we have universal principles of alignment. Like it's, you're speaking his language, which is so beautiful. It's truth is truth. You'll hear it over and over and over again in different ways, but truth is truth. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the, what you're, you're reminding me of one of the things that he says is that every posture is an offering, whether you're on the mat or off the mat. Sure. Yeah. And it just, it's fascinating, right? Because for me, when I'm on the mat, it's way easier to remember that. And rather than when I'm stuck in technological glitches and raining or chipmunks eating my flowers or (laughs) like, okay, where's my offering in this moment? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so he speaks of it as an offering. I look at it as an opportunity. Mm, So it's a constant calling for us, right? To step up our game. And so we are offering ourselves, but the universe offers us an opportunity for us to come forward. Mm. And that's when the magic happens. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's so true because you have a choice. Like you have the free will to decide if you're going to take the the opportunity to create the offering or show up in the way that you want to show up. Right. Yeah. You always always have free will. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. So tell us a little bit more about uh, the high vibe tribe podcast and show and the spirit of healing unleashed and all that stuff that you have going on. Cause these are like, I, you know, I really love, like I said, told you before that I just really love sharing with my listeners uh, new opportunities and ways for them to expand their mind and their consciousness and awaken within themselves and, and heal themselves. And what you've got going on is really powerful stuff. Thank you. Yeah. So the High Five Tribe podcast is geared towards those who are um, in the healing field um, or those who aspire to be in it, those who uh, recognize that they have innate healing abilities and it's a support system. So um, very often, even in this sort of genre, right, there is competition. And I want to just dissolve any layers of competition mm-hmm. and to bring people together as a collaborative. And so the High Vibe Tribe podcast is that. It's sharing um, other people's 
sharing people's goals, but sharing also their journeys, sharing um, all the ways that we are here to support each other. So for instance, just you and I having this conversation is in support of every single listener, right? So the hope is that it will inspire them to reach higher and to expand, to be curious, to know more about what is um, accessible, what is their opportunities. And so with the High Vibe Tribe, it's concentrated on uh, people who have made those very difficult decisions sometimes to walk the talk. And we know what that takes Mm. because there's always this opposing factor. And as we strengthen our heart center and we align our mind and we align our intentions, then we really start to make an impact in the world. So that's the purpose of it. It's to give people who are oriented in that field, in that field of healing, in many different modalities, many different ways, just the opportunity to get the support that they need. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah, it is a challenge. Yeah, it's very challenging. You know, I, I honor all people who have decided to walk the path of healing, whether they're going to share it with other people or just on their own healing journey. Yeah. Does take courage. You're going to go against the grain of most Americans <laughs> in that process. Most of the world. Most of the so, world. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Wow. Yeah. We, and we have to because, um, the conventions of the typical world around us are very highly influenced by um, cultures before them, right? But mostly by the media, by what is, what is sort of coming into their energy field at this moment. And without the tools that can only be cultivated when you are coming into alignment with your heart, you will always be like, you know, a little boat on an open sea. You'll be, you know, tossed around like you're a matchstick. And so we have to, we have to come into this space because we have to also be the leaders in terms of light workers and in terms of showing the path for others where other aspects have kind of let them down. Yes, absolutely. It's so important, especially in today's world. I mean, we've got so much polarity right now. And I've been talking to a lot of, you know, I just, obviously, you know, my, my world is the healing world and and a lot of people in the healing industry that are, that are feeling a little bit, um, small, I guess, in the, in the midst of all the great adversity that's going on. Uh, and I appreciate that you're bringing people together because we know when people come together, I mean, it's not just one plus one equals two, it's exponential when we Absolutely. come together. Yeah. And we start sharing and, and cultivating uh, oneness and, and of like-minded people to create a higher vibration within ourselves and on the planet. And I, I do believe we have the ability to make a difference in the world. I mean, you know, it's kind of, if, if for those of you who are, are kind of new to this thought, if you've ever heard of the law of attraction, it's similar to that, but just put that on steroids. <laughs> yeah, but it has to be, you're right, because in order to have the impact that we need to, it needs to be a collective, right? So it's not just, even though the work is individualized, we have to attract others. We have to constantly be um, broadening our Um, spheres of influence, you might say, because we have to seek out others like ourselves so that we can become stronger in the energy that we are putting out because it becomes a platform, a foundation for growth. It becomes um, the foundation for many different structures being built on top of it. Mm. And so when we come together, we come together like roots of trees, like in a forest, you can't separate those roots. And um, so that's what we're looking to create. Wow. Yeah. Strength in numbers. That's for sure. 
How did you come to all this? Like, I, I don't even know your backstory. I would love to, to dive into that a little bit. Well, I say I've been doing it my whole life. Um, mostly because even as a young girl, I had this awareness that I was connected to something much greater than myself. And I had had a number of um, spontaneous past life um, visions as a young girl. And I knew very much that they were true and real. I could feel myself in them and it didn't happen while I was asleep. They happened when I was awake. Wow. And so um, I just always had this awareness. And as I got older, my very unique perspective sort of set me apart from a lot of my friends. And I became that go-to person. And everybody wanted to know, what does Marcy think about this? You know? <laughs> and then sometimes their parents would come to me. Marcy, what do you think about this? And, <laughs> and it made me realize also that my unique perspective was very valuable. Mm. And so um, when I was graduating from high school, I needed to decide, of course, what I was going to do. And from a very... Um, exciting weekend, visiting my cousin in nursing school, meeting all the young interns and um, having the greatest time, I decided I was going to nursing school too. Nice. So <laughs> very mature way of making that decision. Of course. But it was so right on. Because for me, it opened up this whole new world of um, understanding more about conventional medicine and how it worked, the science behind it. And it gave me that foundation for building so many things on top of it. But at the same time, I entered into an ordination program wow. and I was ordained as a spiritualist minister. So I was trained in hands-on healing, mediumship and channeling. Wow. So that was back in the early seventies. So I've been doing this now for over 45 years, and I'm thrilled to say that I've had the most incredible opportunities, and it's all because those unique credentials from the very beginning hmm. opened doors for me that just weren't open to my contemporaries. Hmm. And so I've had the privilege of creating, oh my God, like so many programs, real um bridges, you know, where conventional medicine and metaphysics were coming together. And so I created programs for hospice, for um, brain injured adults, for mm -hmm. the largest hospital system on Long Island. Um, mm -hmm. I created programs that went into the operating rooms. Um, I co-founded a not-for-profit organization for Reiki practitioners everything to elevate our position in, in every community so that we could be recognized for what we were bringing to the world of healing. And so um, my, whole, my whole life, really, my whole professional life anyway, has been just in making certain that I could learn the language of healing dependent on what was most important at that time for whoever I was working with. And so, you know, I explored lots of different modalities and every single one of them offers us something else. Like one of the most, I think, powerful ones is past life regression work. You know, mm -hmm. we learn so much about ourselves and it gives us permission to live life differently when you can really embrace that you are this eternal being and so many others. And so that was where I put my focus, just looking at them as language and that each and every one of us has, and this is the whole basis of my television program, is each of us has the answers for our healing inside of us. And it's up to us to unleash that spirit. Mm -hmm. So the television program is about learning resonance what resonates with you? What does it feel like when something resonates? And how does that shift 
you know, like depending on what is happening within you and what needs to come back into alignment, there is a resonance, an mm-hmm. energetic connection that we feel. And so, um, you know, that's an essential part of learning how to be in this world yeah. and to utilize all these systems that are already within us. So, yeah. This is like how everything has evolved, but in terms of like coming in full on, you know, there was this point where I recognized that my life had taken this turn where the most, and I I don't want to say the most essential parts because every part is so essential, but this part of me as as a healer um, was really taking the back seat. And I was, um, you know, had been living for a very long time, as many women do, right, with the focus of the family, um, the husband, all of that, like taking precedence. And I could feel my spirit dying. I knew I was in trouble. And I knew that I had to make real extreme changes in my life. Or honestly, I didn't think I would be living too much longer. I could feel energetically my spirit like just just dying. I can't express it any other way. And I had started to experience all of these medical issues and and just sort of like, oh, just aging. Oh, I'm just getting older, you know, this and that. And I had panic attacks that would wake me in the middle of the night. And I would say, oh, just recurrent nightmares, you know. (laughs) But I would wake up, my heart's pounding out of my chest. I'm in a sweat. And they all had the same theme. I couldn't find my wedding ring. Oh, wow. Oh, I just got chills. (laughs) Yeah. And so what happened was I was out in Montana and I was at a family wedding. And we were also celebrating our 25th wedding anniversary. So my kids were there, the whole family was there. And I had always had this really strong affinity to the Native American. And the moment I put my feet on the soil, bam, I started to feel energetically this incredible connection. And you know, those past life um, images that I had as a child, Mm-hmm. I had seen myself both as a squaw, I had seen myself as um, an Indian scout, and, and I'm thinking, oh, okay. So we go to this party, and Brandy it was like, the universe set it up so that I could not escape if I wanted to. Uh-oh. I look out into the backyard, and here is this authentic teepee. So I snuck out of the party, I go back and I crawl into the teepee, close it up, and I open up the ceiling flaps and I started to have this cosmic experience where it felt like the night sky was just filling the teepee. And so I laid down on the rugs and I was lying there thinking, oh my God, I am like the most, I'm the luckiest woman in the world. I have everything and anything anybody could ever ask for, four healthy and happy kids. I'm celebrating my 25th wedding anniversary. And, you know, people came to us for marriage advice and all of these things, you know, pillars in the community, all of this. And my gratitude list was so long when all of a sudden, like a ticker tape across my mind's eye, it says, how much longer do I have to do this, Lord? Wow. I bolted upright. I broke out into a sweat and I jumped out and I vomited in the bushes. Oh, wow. Because I could feel in every cell of my body that this was a cry. Like my soul asked that question. How much freaking longer do I have to do this? And I went out and I remember feeling immediately like this shame, this guilt, like, who are you? You know, you've got everything. You've got the best, most idyllic life in the world. 
You know, how could you ask for something more? And I remember trying to like cover it up and being so afraid people would see this on my face. And <clears throat> I just kept trying to sweep it under the rug. One year later, one year later, I was telling my husband that I needed a divorce. Wow. Because it was relentless. And I had done a great job as I described to you, like putting all these band-aids to placate my spirit as it came forward, looking to express itself in this, in the world that I was meant to be living in. And I just kept trying to quiet that voice, quiet that voice, and it just wasn't going to have it. And I walked away from nearly everything that defined me for almost 30 years my marriage, my home, much of my family, my job, my community, um, you name it, I walked away. And I knew in that moment that I was saving myself, not from abuse, not from a horrible life, from neglect. I had been neglecting my spirit to the point where I forgot who I was. And here's what's so remarkable. One day, I actually realized that I had done such an incredible job of sweeping myself under that rug. I had forgotten that I had ever been ordained. And somebody, and it came up in a question, somebody said, um, you know, you sound like you're a minister or, and I said, I remember the flush of, and the pain I had forgotten. I seriously had forgotten. Wow. And I want to share this amazing story with everybody, because the moment I realized that I said, I need my certification. And I remember my brother was living in New York and I said, do me a favor and just see if you can um, find out where I would get that, you know, a copy of my certification. And do you know the next day I'm rifling through old magazines. Now, how old could they be, right? I had moved a hundred times. Um, you know, I mean, you're talking 30 years later, and there was my certificate in a magazine, my original notarized certificate that wow. I was an ordained minister. Wow. This is called divine alignment. <laughs> yeah. Where did it come from? It couldn't have come from my storing it in the, in the magazine. Yeah. 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 And there it was. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then that just tipped you off into well, you know, just, remembering who you are. It's just, you know, like I have a thousand stories like that because when we open ourselves and we say yes to who we are, who we're meant to be, to the agreement that we made before we came here and um, we start aligning ourselves, the universe lays itself at our feet. And that's exactly what happened. Um, you know, I had a manufacturing company, I was manufacturing law of attraction products. Um, those visions started to come to me. I had no business background. I was a nurse, I was a minister, I was a healer. And yet I knew I needed to bring these to the market. And all I did was follow spirit. It led me everywhere I needed to go. And within um, about six months, I had an office, a secretary who had to teach me how to send an email. <laughs> and we had manufactured eight law of attraction products and they were on the market. And three months later, I was winning international awards for new products. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. 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 Man, and follow your heart. And that's what happens. So I've never looked back. It has been more than a roller coaster. <laughs> it is, you know, 
Um, and it's, you know, it's, but that roller coaster is really created from our unwillingness sometimes to let go of what we thought life was supposed to be or thought what we should be doing or who we should be. Yeah. Um, letting go of the responsibility of trying to make everyone else happy. Mm. And when we step into the true nature of our being and the soul that we are and what we, like I said before, agreed to do when we came here, we recognize how important everything is, but it's all about opening our hearts to really explore how to be in service um, with the greatest impact in the world. Mm. Yes. Yes. Wow. That is an amazing story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm curious, you know, when did you go from, I mean, because I, I hear obviously being a, in your childhood and having people come to you for advice, that's a good foundational piece. But then when you move into nursing, because I, I did the similar thing and you move into nursing and you're more into the Western mindset. What is it? How did you go from nursing Western mindset and what clicked to bring you over to this other perspective? I never left the other perspective. Oh, got it. Mm -hmm. So when I was in nursing school, I was also being trained as a medium and learning hands-on healing at the same time. I never had any um, disruption in my core beliefs about energy about true healing and about how they were meant to be integrated. And that I knew, I can remember like being a child and our family dog was hit by a car. And my father, you know, was um, going to shoot him, right? To put him out of his misery. He was bleeding, you know, from his ears and his nose. And I refused, I wouldn't allow him to do it. And I just wrapped him in a blanket and I laid with him, giving him healing energy. I was like probably 11 years old or something all night long. And the next day that dog got up and he lived another 10 years. <laughs> and oh they just looked at me like I was out of my mind. I mean, you're talking all night long, this young girl right in the basement you know, just holding this dog and giving it energy. And, you know, my son and I, my youngest son also um, was the healer and we would do the same thing. We had another family dog, very ill. And um, yeah, just went on to live years after that. And so I guess because I never had any separation um, of my belief system there, I just always followed that. Oh, that's so wonderful. What a blessing. Yeah. That's really cool. So what would you say to someone who, I mean, I, you know, I think many, many, many women are living the life that you lived, you know, taking care of the family, doing the dishes, washing the laundry, trying to hold down a career and being superwoman and feeling flustered and tired. And they think they're just getting older or they have some kind of mystery illness that the doctor can't figure yeah. out what's going on. Um, you know, how does someone in that position begin to hear that inner wisdom that called you forth? It's a great question. And I think, um, the best answer that I can give is that you need to start putting your focus into raising your vibrational frequency. So you can still be in that world, but you need to focus on raising your vibrational frequency so that your consciousness continues to rise. It's only there that you can hear that voice. So it's only there in that place where you start to align with your higher self. That's what you're aligning with is that aspect of you. It's connected to you as the soul and it's out there in the world, creating opportunity after opportunity after opportunity for you to expand and grow the way you're meant to. Mm -hmm. And then once you raise your vibrational frequency and create this consciousness, so you can recognize how spirit is working in your life, 
um, it will help you to let go of the beliefs that are keeping you separate from it. Like, oh, who am I to say that I should be doing this or that there's something more um, or, um, you know, that you're not enough in any way that um, you don't have anything special about you. You're just this or just that. Um, these are really important things to start to hear these tapes that are playing in the background because they're keeping us separate from who we really are. Yeah. And it's not to say that you necessarily have to leave where you are, right. but you do have to expand you do have to continue to grow as the soul that you are, because if you are not, you will always feel unfulfilled. Our fulfillment comes only when we are aligning with our nature and expressing who we really are and continuing to expand. We are the creative force of the universe. We are creative life energy. As such, we must be creating. Creating is expansion. Mm. So if you're not in that creative mode, you're not expanding and you will feel separate from the world. You will feel cut off from life and you will feel somehow that life is passing you by and maybe even punishing you that you somehow deserve to be punished and not deserving of more of what life is. And so we have to understand this is our real endeavor here. Not all the other things. The other things are expressions of opportunity for us to grow. But the real job that we came here with is to grow and expand as the soul that we are. Hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And for someone who like, I was just on a camp, by the way, <laughs> I was just on a camping trip last weekend and I was, we were car camping and I had told my friends, I was like, oh my gosh, the first time I ever car camped was with Marcy Newman <laughs> and I'm interviewing her on Tuesday. It's <laughs> so funny. And I thought about that the other day too. We had so much fun. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So, and you know, one of my friends is, um, they're, their, their upbringing around spirituality was pretty much nothing like uh -huh. nothing, you know? And so now today as an adult, they have, don't have this, this inner awareness of this connection to source that I feel like, um, you know, I have, or you have, or they're just not aware of it. Right. And so I'm just wondering what you would say to someone who, who maybe doesn't feel that, because I, I think a lot of people, you know, it's inherent in our culture, just as being born in this, into a Christian world, if you will, that we're sinners, right. And that we don't deserve, or we're not worthy of. And I'm just wondering what you would say to someone who might be, you know, in the depth of those belief systems, not that they need to change from that belief system, but how do you move from, um, I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. I'm a sinner. Um, there, you know, is nothing beyond myself to understanding and realizing the, the work that grace has in your life. Yeah. I love that question. And it's so funny. You're bringing it up because yesterday, so I've been running this, um, the whole month long, I've been having conversations for peace also on my Facebook, um, uh, pages. And I was interviewing um, somebody because it was the International Day of Peace. And she was saying the same thing that about a year ago, she decided she really wanted to put focus on spirituality, but she still had these religious beliefs and some of them she didn't want to give up. And, you know, I said to her, the truth is, is that you're meant always to discern what's for my highest good, right? And if it feels good, if it's precious to you, don't give it up. However, even with those beliefs that may at one time have separated you, you can now sort of reframe them 
and find expansion in them. So here's what I have to say. Because we know, and this is something you just have to accept, sorry. We know that our job is to expand as a soul. We're here, soul's expansion is the, ex is the expression of the divine within us, okay? Mm -hmm. So if you shut yourself off to expanding, you're actually shutting yourself off to the divine. Mm. So we need to understand, of course, we have to let the divine shine through us. Mm. Well, there's not any aspect of the divine, if you really know the divine, that would ever ask you to shrink down because then it cannot shine through you. Makes perfect sense. Now we're talking basic science, right? If something is contracted and holding tight, how much light can get through that? Not much, but if you're like this, now a lot of light can get through. Yeah. So some of it is you have to kind of start thinking, well, if I look through the eyes of the divine, does it make more sense that those eyes would want to see expansion or contraction? Mm. And if what I feel when I believe that I'm a sinner is contraction, then maybe that didn't come from divine teaching and it came from a misinterpretation yeah. that had another reason for it. We don't need to go any further than that, other than to be aware of how things make us feel mm. and to know that when we stay soft, we stay ready to expand. When we contract, we hold everything in and everything out. So we start to just examine life and our beliefs based on how it makes us feel. Hmm. That's very well said. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've heard you touch on this uh, multiple times in our conversation, the importance of feeling. And yeah. I, I notice in my patients that so often people, people, all people, women and men are cut off from their feelings. Like they have no idea what they're feeling in their body. Do you have maybe a tip or two that you could share with people to help them come into a more yeah. connection with that? Yeah. Um, so I want to first, I'm going to answer it in two ways, if you don't mind. Oh, sure. So um, first I want to distinguish between feeling and sensation. So your higher self, okay, as it's, as it's delivering messages to you, it delivers it through chemical pathways and you will have a sensation in your body associated with it. So what happens is we need to start to pay attention to sensations, all right? So let's say for instance, you're at a party and you meet somebody and they're surrounded by a whole group of people laughing and having a wonderful time. And you walk over and you notice that the hair on the back of your neck is standing up. And you say to yourself, what's wrong with me? There's gotta be something wrong with me that I'm not finding the humor, I'm not, you know, um, connecting with this person and you make yourself stay there because you don't want to be different. You don't want to walk away and appear to be, um, you know, uh, I don't know, just appear to not be friendly, right? And the entire time that you are there, you are aware of this hair on the back of your neck standing up. Only now you start to get a little twinge in your temple. Maybe you feel your stomach like clenching. Maybe all of a sudden um, your knee starts to hurt. These are sensations of energy that's becoming congested. Now, if 
once you get accustomed to these sensations and what they're saying to you, and you walk up to somebody and the hair on the back of your neck stands up, rather than um, arguing with yourself, right? You just learn to walk away and find someone to have a conversation with where you can feel happy and you want to keep talking to them and you want to be in their presence. You start to understand these messages are coming through all the time and they are leading us to our joy. Hmm. They're leading us to our joy. Yeah. So instead of looking at the ones that are creating kind of a havoc reaction within you as something that you need to quiet down or something that you need to change. No, you just need to pivot and walk in a different direction. So we have to start to understand like, this is the most wonderful system that we have within us. Yeah. It truly leads us right to our joy, our bliss, our happiest lives. And rather than fighting over here, we're just meant to keep collecting the joy, keep collecting the happiness. So one of the things that I love to suggest to my clients is that I, I explain to them they need to be love detectives. And I say, just imagine yourself, you've got that, you know, Sherlock Holmes cap, and you've got, you know, a magnifying glass and leave the pipe at home, but, you know, just start walking around with a little pad and pencil and pay attention to the little things that pop up in your life that make you smile, that make you giggle, that make you feel softer, that you want more of, that has your foot tapping, that, um, you know, just all of a sudden you feel this level of connection to anything around you that you hadn't been feeling before. These are the messages that are coming from your higher self and saying, do more of this. You love the way that little puppy is rolling down the hill, watch them roll, stay there another 30 minutes, life will catch up. You love that music that has you rocking and your foot's tapping, you wanna mm. sing at the top of your lungs, do it longer. Mm. Fill yourself with that joy. You are driving down the street and you are seeing the way the sun is like streaming through the trees and all of a sudden you go, <gasps> pull your car over, take it in. Ah. A rainbow, a full moon that is, you know, there looming on the horizon, take this in. Anytime that something catches your attention that makes you feel good, the accumulation of that energy is like a bank account. And you just keep inflating and inflating and inflating that account. And then whatever kind of withdrawals you need to take are going to be there for you. But here's what else is going to happen. So you spoke earlier about the law of attraction, right? So what do you think is gonna happen when you're going about your day searching for things that make you feel good? All of that energy is gonna go out into the universe and it's going to collect more of the same and it's going to come around and around and around. It's like a boomerang effect until you will feel so good, you won't be able to wait to get out of bed in the morning because automatically you will have primed your energetic field to look for more that makes you feel good. And here's what happens. And I promise you, if you do this, let's say for a month, every single day, you keep that little notebook every night before you go to sleep, you read through it, you, you know, kind of savor it and feel it again. And all of that is like marinating in you as you're sleeping and you wake up. I guarantee that at the end of that month, you will be living a different life. Mm, yes. Amen. <laughs> because the law of attraction promises you this. You will have successfully raised your vibrational frequency. You will have shifted your conscious awareness 
so that rather than being directed by fear and confusion and conflict, your sole focus now comes on collecting this data, like any proper detective, and you have collected data that you now can go to for moments when maybe you're a little down or confused and say, wait a second, mm. you know what, let me just turn that music on. I'd love that. And I know it's gonna get me feeling good. And what happens is in this higher vibrational frequency, raising your conscious awareness, you know what's gonna happen? It will become so uncomfortable for you to be in that place of dense energy that you used to be in, that when you get a hit of it, or you're around people that used to um, feed that, you won't be able to handle it. And you will do anything that you can to get yourself out and yeah. fast. Yeah, Your whole life is gonna change. I love this. <laughs> That's the greatest tip. And you know, it, it ha actually happens really fast just to kind of bounce off the camping trip. Yeah. Combo. I was just uh, having um, the, the, we had just because I happen to be blessed to be around people who are high vibrational, high consciousness people. But the, one of our, one of the people that were there at the campsite, they were saying, um, we were talking about this whole spiritual conversation and, and their, their, their word is magic. Your word is love, right? He's like, well, he, he was like, yeah, magic is everywhere. Magic is happening all the time. And after that conversation, we went into town, we were in Crested Butte. And we went into town and they were looking for a sleeping mat, mat pad because uh, somebody wasn't working. And uh, they went into the Ace Hardware, the only place we were hoping they would have one and they didn't have one. And as they were walking out, somebody walks up to them and says, hey, are you looking for a sleeping pad? <laughs> like out of the blue, right? <laughs> and the guy was like, well, I, I happen to be, <laughs> thank you. And the guy was like, here, yours. He's like, how much is it? He's like, no, it wasn't working for me. It's too short, have it, it's yours boom, you know, magic right there. And it was just so beautiful for that other friend of ours to witness that. And that actually happened several times over the weekend, like just the strangest, what might seem so random <laughs> things happen. And it was just yeah. like, my heart was just so open. I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> They're seeing yeah. that this is, this is a thing, you know? And you bring up such a great point because we have this ability also to imagine energy making its own trail, right? So the other day, um, I was actually going up to Maine with my family and we stopped off at a rest stop and I went into the ladies room and the woman in there who was cleaning was, you know, mopping the floor and all of this. And she looks up at me and she says, oh, I love your necklace. Now my necklace was a heart and it had a little crystal in the center and, um, I said, well, thank you. You know, that's my heart. And she said, oh, I love it. And I went into the stall and I came out and I took my necklace off and I put it on her. Ah. And I said, this is for you. And she looked at me oh. and she said, you don't have to do that. I was just saying I liked it. I said, oh, I want to. I said, oh. it gives me so much joy to think about you wearing it. Oh. And I just walked away. Oh. And that joy that I felt thinking about her, imagine the stories, right? That she's going to share with people about the joy she felt and also the fact that she allowed herself to receive it. Mm. Yes. And that was more than anything that I wanted to give her the experience of was the joy of receiving particularly when, you know, these unexpected gifts come and how often we like, you know, yeah, right. And it's all about receiving. It's not like it's not there. It's all waiting for us. Yeah. We're it's the ones who so prime ourselves yeah. energetically to receive. Yeah. I mean, her mouth was open, her jaw dropped and she didn't know what to say or do, but she accepted it. Oh. And that was when I knew that that heart belonged to her. Oh. I was the messenger. That's all I was. Oh. It's so beautiful. She'll carry that story for a long time in her heart. 
And yeah. as you will. <laughs> and I will too. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Filling that love tank. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we have to prime ourselves to receive because everything that we want is already here. The peace, the joy, the happiness, the um, freedom, the creativity, the prosperity, the abundance, it's all here. It's we who have to align with it. Yes, yes, absolutely. And it can only happen as we say, yes, I will align. We stay committed to that path, understanding that that is the road to our truest expression of the divine within us. Gosh. And what more would you want? <laughs> what we all want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I could sit here and do this for hours with you. <laughs> Like, hmm. <laughs> but we're coming up on an hour. So, yeah. um, you know, I'll, I'll let you get to your life. But I was just wondering, is there anything else you would like to share before we sign off? Just to know that you are truly loved and cherished mm. beyond all measure, because you are the divine. So the divine sees you and only sees itself. Mm. It loves every part of itself. Mm. you are never without that love never without that connection yes there is something I want to add I think this is so important very often we throw terms around like you were created by God you know this and, and that and you weren't created like this napkin and set over here no you are a direct extension. Like my arms are an extension of my body out of my heart. You are a direct extension. When my hands touch something, that extension continues on and on and on. We are extensions of the divine. We are not a creation and set over here to find our own way. Hmm. A direct connection, a direct extension. And that's why we can never, ever be separate from it, except in our own mind. Yeah. That's why we have to come back to the heart. Mm, right. Yeah. And yeah. remember, be in that space in the center. That's right. Yeah. So yes, you are love. Yeah. You are love. We need to hear that. Everybody needs to hear that. You know, yeah. everybody needs to hear that. And, you know, just for you ladies, um, who are really into what we're talking about here. It's very clear that Miss Marcy Newman <laughs> is an energy powerhouse and has so much to share. And I, you know, I really appreciate having you in my life yeah, because it's just you. such an inspiration to remember through your presence uh, who I truly am. And so thank you. Thank you for being yeah, here. Beautiful. And thank you for reminding me who I am and also who you are. Yes. We forget sometimes when we see each other. Oh yeah, that's right. That's oh, an extension of God. It's an yeah. extension of the divine. Yeah. yeah. As all beings are. That's right. No all one is left out. Is all I'm creation. Sorry. All creation. Yes. All mm -hmm. creation. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, you know, Marcy is offering a free five-day challenge. 2020 hindsight to foresight. That's so I'm right. going to put a link up there. It's free and it's only five days, not 10 or 20 <laughs> or 30. <laughs> so I'll put a link on the show notes for you. I'll also have uh, links to her Facebook and her Twitter and her Instagram and her LinkedIn. So you will be able to reach out to her if you would like, or even just get into her, um, her field. You know, if you're in the healing world or would like to explore that more, maybe tap into the awake TV network live and, uh, yeah, just imbibe in this beautiful, loving energy and remind yourself of how amazing you are as a creation of spirit. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Marcy. Thank you so much. It was such a joy and my honor. As is mine. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, thank you, ladies. Uh, we'll see you next time. Mwah. 
Thank you for listening to the ultimate biohack for women. If you'd like to dive deeper with our tribe, join us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you'd like to help grow our tribe, share this episode with your friends. Let's bring this light to our community so that other women can know their true power and we can create a tribe together worth being in. This podcast is for information purposes only. Dr. Brandy Victory is not a medical doctor. And the views and statements expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Dr. Brandy Victory and the producers, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.